Good evening and welcome. It's Friday night. This is the Independence Gang. I'm your host, JV, along with co-host Britt Griffith. And we got to start right out here. So Rebecca Foster was in the middle of uh, telling us a story of hanging out with Britt last night. What the heck is she, was she saying here? What, what, what was she saying here that uh, that we got? she froze here? But she said she was hanging out with Britt, uh, and then all of a sudden... Oh, no, no, she, <laughs> oh, there she is. There she is. Now we can't tell a lie anymore. <laughs> Oh wait, you got it. You grabbed a screen capture. Oh of yes, that? I did grab. I think a she, she was telling. Yeah, I, I do remember. She was telling me a story about you, and no, when no, you were this fishing. was about you. This was about you. Um, this was about you. All right, um, I all was right. the one there for the conversation. You weren't. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Oh, we can hear her now. That's helpful. That's helpful. Welcome to the program, everyone. Yay. Great, great to have everybody along with us. Uh, we're looking forward to a great night of conversation here it's Friday night. I know everybody's got themselves an adult beverage and is ready to talk about politics and all the things that drive us crazy, drive us nuts. But Britt, before we do that, last night we did our second episode of Patriots Roundtable, and we had Dina Ray on the program. See. We talked about New World Order stuff. That was fun. That was a really informative and uh, energetic conversation. Yeah, it was It was nice having someone as crazy as I am on the show when it comes to, you know, the conspiracies and the agendas and the Atlantic Council and the Tides Foundation and all that good stuff. It was a fun time. So if you didn't catch it, it might be worth going and watching it. Yeah, and it's on all of the places that are covered videos. It's on Foxhole. It's on YouTube. And where else is it archived, Brett? I don't remember. I know it's on the podcast uh, as well. It's Rumble, Rumble, YouTube, and Foxhole Rumble. have it archived. Okay. All right, awesome. Let's get started talking about tonight's stuff. We have Rebecca. We've got KJ with us. It's been quite a while since either of them have been on the program with us. So welcome to you both. Uh, I want to start with this Joe Biden talk here. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it. There's just a couple quick points I want to mention. I listened to the whole thing, and there wasn't anything much of consequence. He was talking about expanding the size of some national parks and some protected lands that Donald Trump had unprotected. Um, but I found a couple of things interesting about this thing. Now, watch this. And, Rebecca, I want your impression on what you see here. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America. Did he just sniff her? I think he just sniffed her. That's what I was going to say. Rebecca, did you see that? I think he just sniffed her. I'm going to play it again. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went in for a sniff. Okay, now hang on. I, I've got. I'm gonna. Cl I'm gonna do a close up here. Right there. Oh yeah. He's sniffing her. Yep. Right, Rebecca. He's sniffing her. <laughs> it looks like he is. I, I, I want to think that maybe he's just. Um, pausing for a moment, <laughs> like not breathing, but it sure does look like he went in for a sniff of her. <laughs> KJ, you, it looked to me like he was sniffing her. There's no, there's no maybes oh, about yeah. it. He was right in there, nose yeah. first. Oh yeah, yeah. uh huh, yeah. He he wanted to go in I deeper. 
I think it's funny, though, what you said, JV, about Joe Biden is going back with parks and all sorts of places and protecting them after Trump had unprotected them. But he has just completely unprotected and destroyed our entire country. Yeah. In how many months? Yeah, that's an excellent that's an excellent point, actually. Um, And we're going to get into a little bit more of that very idea here. But there is something a little more serious that came out of this talk here. Um, there are people, and we've talked about it a lot in the program, Britt, whereby uh, we've said, or I have said actually, that I think that these weekend trips to Delaware actually have something to do with a medical issue. I think that maybe he's getting some kind of treatment and he's doing it in Delaware uh, because that way it's less obvious that there's an issue going on. He can say he's vacationing and he can disappear for a little while. No one's going to question it. Well, it's starting to, it's that whole conic, the whole idea is starting to catch on here. Chronic Biden hacking sparks, sparks concern as Saki insists. It's just allergies. Now, in that same, same uh, speech that he gave today, the speech was about five minutes long. I took a quick montage of, uh, of him coughing. Just, just watch this. This is within a five minute speech. Over the last quarter century, as a national monument five years ago, excuse me. Both the senators, <coughs> the truth is, National Monument, <coughs> are, excuse me, <coughs> the solutions, <coughs> which I've had the great honor to visit, <coughs> and, um, <coughs> and I would threaten. Oh, my God. <coughs> that was all within one five-minute okay. s- talk. Oh, oh my God. He's, he's going bullshit. No, 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 no. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. No, 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 no. She was signing JD. It. every time he coughed. She'd go, yeah. did, but did you see? She, yeah, but but did you see? I, I was watching the sign lady, and at one point she goes, she literally went. Really? It's about. It's a little. Started started at halfway, JV, and then let it roll. It was a little over halfway in. All right, but, hang on. But, but, <coughs> the solutions. Watch. I've had the great Bullshit. honor to visit. I think it was. I think it was right before that. <laughs> that would threaten. <laughs> well, there's a double one. Oh, now she's gonna fight. <laughs> the truth is, National Monument. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> the solutions. <laughs> no, it was in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She gave anyway, like two strokes. Anyway, the bottom anyway. line is, Britt here. Uh, <laughs> This medical con- issue here, uh, Saki tried to explain it away as allergies. He's been doing this essentially uh, in all Forever. of his speeches and all of his talks. Uh, in fact, Saki's exact words were, I think there are a range of reasons why we may need to clear our throats or we may have a little light cold. And that's certainly something that presidents, elected officials, reporters, spokespeople can confront. But it's not an area where we have a medical concern. Do you see that and knowing what we've seen in the past in some of these speeches, do you, do, do you think there there might be an underlying medical condi- medical condi- condition here that we're not being told about? Yeah, wow, uh, do we need to have you checked out? Uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the whole Delaware thing. Um, I was listening to someone who used to work in the in the inner workings of the White House, and he was being interviewed. And uh, basically, going to Delaware, it's a lot easier to have visitors that are not on the official log. At the White House, everybody coming in and out ends up on the log. So if they're trying to hide something or they don't want anything, something to get documented, like a doctor coming in, giving Joe the old, you know, one, two in the you know, little shot here, here, there or something, that would be the place to do it because it's it's easier to uh, hide that stuff. Um, 
He's also old. He's old, and his he, he is deteriorate, deteriorating right in front of us. And this is just part of life of the of the of the the downfall of the human body, and that's what we're witnessing. It, it's 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 not complicated. It's not brain surgery. We don't need to be lied to. He's old, and he's dying. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Rebecca, uh, one of the things that makes us even more concerning is that the the justification or explanation or or uh, answers to the question is there something wrong with him have changed over the course of the of the uh, months. In December of 2020, he was asked about uh, the constant coughing. He said, "I have a bit of a cold. I'm sorry." In 2019, he was asked about uh, his coughing, and they said, "Oh, they blamed it on gastroesophageal reflux. You know, like acid reflux." So the 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 excuses are changing. The cough is, seems to be getting worse. Again, I've seen this kind of behavior in people that are sick. You know, and this is a tell whether whether it's from the treatment they're getting or if it's from the illness themselves. Again, I'm not trying to uh, spread falsehoods here or not, but watching this makes me think something's going on. No, absolutely. I think the default for a lot of those things is it's it's esophageal reflux of some kind, and that's what's causing it. It could be allergies. It could be a cold. But something as ongoing as this obviously is going to be treatable or treated with Joe Biden, as the press calls him, not President Biden. And... um, as you're speaking, I'm kind of like off doing my thing and listening to that speech that he was making, kind of honing in on him. And I can tell you that whatever he has going on is way, way deeper than his throat. And it actually feels like it goes into his, into the, I would say mid lobes of his lungs. So I, I, I wouldn't doubt that they're treating him for something a little bit more than that. And it may be just um, like a long haulers thing from having COVID because his lungs look pretty bad. They look pocked. Hmm. So, um, KJ, I'm going to change the topic, but you can feel free to comment on either of these things. Uh, today was a release of another jobs report. The last jobs report for the month of August that was released in September was a a big disappointment, and this one was even worse. In fact, it was so bad that when it was released, CNBC host on the air uh, was kind of stunned and didn't know how to react because it was so bad. The jobs report came in less than half of what the projections were. Steve Leisman, who is the host on CNBC, he said, quote, I see 194,000. That's real low. Well, let me go to the jobs. Wow, big decline. Let's see if I can find where the jobs were. I mean, in this case, where the jobs weren't. Uh, This is not good news for Biden's economic agenda. He was bragging about it in the uh, May, June timeframe. Since then, it's gotten the, the news has gotten worse and the outlook has gotten less rosy. Inflation is on the climb. And we still have not seen the impact of all these people that have to are being fired and let go because of vaccine mandates. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, what what jobs has he personally or his administration actually created out of thin air? Um, you know, what what I think most Americans were hoping was that they were going to go back to their original jobs, right? And then then you could count that as growth. I mean, that would have been ideally the perfect scenario for him. Do very little work. Um, the numbers go up. People are going back to work. People are happy. 
and and he looks like a, a a superhero right he looks like a star but that that's just not what's happening and and instead he's killing jobs um you know he's he's shutting uh you know shutting down areas of our economy uh so people are getting laid off and then on top of it the big mandates man i mean that's the elephant in the room right now you've got doctors you've got nurses lawyers healthcare workers you've got federal employees all sorts of people that are just saying no way I'm not doing it. Uh, it's not for me. And, uh, you know, that's not going to count as a as a plus. Britt, again, second month in a row, the numbers were bad. This number was less than half, just under half of what they expected. In August, the number, the expected number was 720,000. The number that was uh, reported was 235,000, which was one third of the anticipated number. Uh, so it's bad. Two months in a row, bad. Uh, yet, we do know that uh, the extended unemployment benefits, the increased amounts for COVID have expired. So that shouldn't be weighing on us anymore. Is that going to turn it around, do you think? Or what are your, what's your analysis of this? Well, you know, when we came out of the, when we quote, quote unquote started to come out of the pandemic, all of the numbers started to change. Um, you know, uh, Massive jobs were hitting the market. People were going back to work and they were screaming, oh, look, the, the greatest president of all time is creating the most jobs. You know, they were taking credit for jobs that were coming back that were shut down by the government. <laughs> now we have this hiccup and they want to start blowing smoke and they're still trying to tell us that it's great, great, great. When the reality is we know it's not great. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where I kind of lost the plot of your question. So I'm just kind of vamping right now. Um, I just know this. Um he is the worst president in the history of this country we've ever had. We are tanking. Our job numbers are tanking. People, I mean, <clears throat> today he literally said about the vaccines, um, the, the the corporations firing people who didn't get vaccines was a good thing. Um, he said, look, what happened to United? Uh, they were at 59% vaccinated employees. Now they're at 99%. Well, yeah, when you fire half your force, your workforce, that's what you get. Um, and he's proud of that. So we have people that are out of work and those United jobs, those are not minimum wage entry level jobs. It's not, you know, it's, those are good middle-class jobs. They're good 20 something year olds getting into the workforce, learning how to work, you know, moving out of mommy and daddy's house for the first time. <coughs> Excuse me, Joe Biden. <coughs> What's happening um, there? I, I just swallowed a fly. I don't know. I swallowed a fly. Um, but those Perhaps are good quality middle-class jobs. For single kids that are just getting out, or in general, it's not for a family that's trying to raise three kids. You hopefully you're you're further along in your career when you start having kids, but some people don't. Anyway, but he's proud of that. He's proud of the we have a nursing doctor shortage. He's proud of the fourteen hundred medical people that got fired from that one thing. I, I Jay, I'm at Whitson now, Jay. I, I don't know how to wake people up. If people don't want to know this, and then they deserve the country they get. They just deserve the country they get. I literally had a conversation with a liberal today who said that Joe Biden is one of the best next to Obama, best presidents they've ever had in their lifetime. Unreal. It is Obama. And I, I was I was <laughs> flabbergasted. Yeah. Well, you're right. It is Obama. But yeah, a quick mm -hmm. answer to the, quick answer to this because I want to go around one more time about this. Quick answer, Rebecca uh, Kelsey in our chat room says, according to Biden, that's why we need the vax mandate so people feel safe going back to work. Is this a function? Are these bad numbers because people don't feel safe going back to work? No, it's just a big farce. And if it were such a huge health risk in pandemic, we wouldn't be firing and and escorting by with police 
we wouldn't be escorting our full-blown doctors and surgeons and nurses out of hospitals if it was that important they were there in the middle of the the whole fight for everything the fight let me just okay um and now they're wanting to mandate this so we're gonna fire you they're just playing hardball and these people are sticking to their guns and uh i i'm just waiting i mean today i i think i posted about it real quick i just i think this country is on the verge of blowing up we're we're right next to like a next revolution. It's pretty amazing. KJ, how many? I don't. I won't use the word the Republicans because I, I, they won't necessarily become Republicans. But how many anti Democrats, anti Joe Biden voters does this type of thing create? Well, Every person that's fired from their job because they wouldn't get the vaccine. You know that's a that's a good question, JV, mm -hmm. because you you wonder how what it is that's going to push people over the edge completely right and and you think oh well you know you hear this this story this crazy thing today and then you're like oh well this is this is going to cause more people to stand up and resist and be against biden and all his policies and all this and and yet then some people don't like not as many as you would think actually turn to the other side the dark side or whatever you know however you want to call it but um I don't know. You know, I hope that it will cause more people to uh, really wake up out there and really realize what's going on. He doesn't care for our country. He is really not leading. He's just trying to get up there and speak and get through that. And whoever is leading him, whoever is controlling him, uh, they have no idea what the hell's going on for the good of the American people, ultimately. You know, and we need to change this. We need to change it fast. We really do. Brett, I think it was last week we made the announcement on the program here that YouTube has said they will start uh, letting the hatchet fall on channels that uh, I, I can't remember. I think it was vaccine related. If you start, if they see vaccine misinformation, they're going to start deplatforming channels that do yeah. that. Well, it doesn't end there. They've yeah. made some more announcements now. Uh, they're, they're, uh, YouTube is blacklisting Washington GOP congressional candidate candidate Joe Kent. I saw Joe Kent on one of the Fox News programs recently. A very articulate and intelligent uh, candidate. He's a retired Green Beret. He's running for Congress as a Republican in Washington State's third district. He has been permanently banned by YouTube. In a message to the Republican candidate, YouTube said it has found severe or repeated violations of our community guidelines, but they won't specify which guidelines have been breached, Brett. I think Mr. Kent needs to get together with some of his buddies and, you know, and, and do a little co-op, a little, uh, a little, uh, operation into YouTube's headquarters or something. I mean, I don't know what we do with this, with this whole big tech ogogark censoring everything. And the fact that the left thinks that this is okay. The left that used to be, uh, the ACLU used to be the government get out of my business. The government stay out of my bedroom. The government stay off my vagina. The government get away from my information. The government leave my kids alone are so pro authoritarian because it's their guys. And what yes. kills me is they can't see that this eventually gets turned on them. It always does. This is played out over time since the beginning of humanity, the caveman days, all the way forward to current. The dictators always turn on their own because they have to have somebody to hate. And when they're done with our side, they will go to their side. And I don't, uh, this really fucking irks, uh, it really irks me. I, I do want to back up real quick to the, the, to the, to the vaccine thing. Think about, th this is what I tell people when I, when I joust with them over the, 
we have to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Think about that statement. That's why I tell you, think about what you just said. We have to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. That goes against everything we've ever known and understood about vaccines all the way back to the beginning. You get vaccinated to be protected from the unvaccinated. So if you're vaccinated, you need not give two shits about the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Hey, if, if, if I don't want to get vaccinated and I want to roll the dice, that's on me. Mm-hmm. You're vaccinated. You're protected. Otherwise, why take the damn stuff? I don't get it. I don't get it, JV. It's the most moronic, stupid thing. And the fact that people buy into this shows you how incredibly bad our education system has failed us yeah. as a society and as a first world country. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I do need to bring this back to YouTube to continue my train of thought here because that's not all they've done. Google and YouTube are now blocking monetization of climate skeptic content. It doesn't end with COVID. It doesn't end with vaccines. It's now including climate change. And this, I mean, we've said all along, this is not a slippery slope. This is a well-greased, very oiled, very fast-falling slope. And we're watching it tumble in front of us. Google has now said that um, this week they will now start prohibiting monetization of accounts that post videos and content that is skeptical of man-made climate change. In a statement. YouTube said publishers and YouTube creators will be prohibited from generating ad revenue from content that is skeptical of, quote, well-established scientific consensus around the existence and causes of climate change. The ads team added, quote, this includes content referring to climate change as a hoax or a scam, claims that deny that long-term trends show the global climate is warming, and claims that deny that greenhouse gas emissions or human activity contribute to climate change. The chill of censorship is running deep on YouTube and Google, Rebecca. It's no, It started out as misinformation of uh, you know political nature. Now we're moving into climate change. Uh, there's no end to this. There's not. It's basically, if you don't do what I say, and if you don't think what I think, then uh, we're just going to silence you and quiet you. But the best part about what you're bringing up here is that the Democrats are now doing that to one another. And we see this with Pelosi just recently when Schumer went behind her back and handled something without her knowing it. And then they were like, eh, like two, like, fighting back and forth one another because he didn't confer with her first so it's not that bad i mean they're they're once we the awoken people just start blowing off water off a duck's back for the most part because there's really nothing we can do other than go to war against our own country and government um they're going to start picking on one another which they're starting to do and that party is just deteriorating because all they're going to be left with are women with screaming from their vaginas and wearing their vagina hats and people who are trying to um, hit you with spatulas. And st- I, I, I'm really not that worried about it. it. They really, who are they governing at this point? It's the awoken people who are going, wait a second. And then there's their voters who are going, wait, um, this doesn't make sense anymore because it's changing so much. And then you still are going to have those people who are like, Biden is the best. But it's really Obama 3.0. We all know that. 
Yeah. We all know that. Uh, KJ, I want to reference back to Joe Ken and him him being deplatformed and banned from YouTube. I find it very, very curious, and I said the same thing about the Rand Paul video. When YouTube or any of these social media outlets start blocking uh, statements, information, releases from candidates, from political figures and candidates, the disservice they're doing is, is many-fold. We've talked about the censorship idea. But in addition to that, shouldn't people know what every single candidate is saying? And if it's something crazy, let's say that Joe Kent was out there saying, I am, I'm convinced that Elvis shot JFK from the grassy knoll. And, and you know, it's something crazy. Shouldn't we know that as voters, as voters in that district, shouldn't they know that candidate is saying things like that? I mean, that's kind of part of the election process to know if one of the two candidates is saying things that you disagree with. Yeah, absolutely. Why center? Why censor what he is saying from whatever his heart, his mind, his his views? Why censor it? Put it out there so that you can get a clear picture of who this person is and what they're all about and what they're spouting. And, you know, if anything, you know, we should be censoring AOC. You know, I don't want to hear half of the things that she has to say. But, you know, it, this is this age that we're in right now where people can't speak their mind is a, a huge um, detriment to our society. Uh, to our free speech, you know, if, if we if we cannot communicate freely, uh, it's going to ruin our society completely. Nobody is going to know anything about our history. They're not going to know anything about the truth. Uh, you know, everybody's going to be conditioned. And and the fact of the matter is, is there, there's too many people that just grab onto whatever little bits that they can get, and they believe that to be the truth, and then they run with it because they can't think for themselves anyway. I've, I've said all along one of the, bi the biggest problems we have with the vaccine and all this hesitancy is that they didn't allow the debate to occur naturally. They didn't allow both sides to duke it out, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, uh, newspapers, television, whatever it happens to be. They didn't allow the debate to happen. Therefore, a consensus could not be reached. Instead, both sides just uh, dug trenches because they weren't allowed to face each other in, in, in debate combat, if you will. Britt. The scariest thing about this article what? with YouTube and the fact that they are now uh, going to deplatform or de demonetize climate change skeptics is that Google stated that it consulted with, get this, experts in the field, <laughs> including representatives of the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Uh, that is the scariest part of all of this. First of all, those people are in the business of climate change to make sure climate change stays in what it is. And secondly, can we trust anything the UN tells us? No, the UN is, uh, again, as we were discussing uh, yesterday with Dinah, uh, the UN is the framework for the world order government that's supposed to come in and take over. It's like the structure is in place for when that happens. Uh, they do not have our United States of America, where we are citizens, best interest at heart. They don't care about us. They just want us. They just want our money and our great real estate. I mean, if I were king for a week, I would take the UN. I'd kick him over to the EU and say, you guys freaking have them. And I would turn the United Nation buildings into highly expensive condos overlooking the rivers of New York. Um, that's what I would do. But that's just me. Um, 
but yeah, I, I we can't trust any of them, JV. You know that. Why are you asking me that? But, oh, because we're supposed to be telling everybody that's listening to us. We can't trust them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the UN is actually dictating dictating what Google's policies policies should be, and Google's eating it up and doing what they say. Britt, it's all yours. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna change to a very scary subject. So I'm gonna play the. I had a uh, a nurse friend of mine send me this info or tipped off to this info. JV, you know her. She's uh, really smart at what she does. She tipped me off to this Martha McCollum uh, segment today. It happened today. So I just got a snippet of it, but it's worth finding and watching the whole uh, clip. This is uh, the the gentleman that's on here. He is uh, a researcher. He's been in the Wuhan lab in 2019. He's the one that uh, wrote a lot of the data that went into the investigation of the Wuhan lab leak. Uh, And in his mind, we've already proven what's going on there. But this, what he says here, what he drops on Martha McCollum here is super scary. And if you go and watch the whole clip, basically Martha was uh, slack-jawed, stuttering after he dropped this, like she couldn't believe what he said. So I'll play this, and then we'll talk about it on the backside. You are obviously on the scientific side, and uh, a lot of your research and work was part of the investi- became part of the investigation that was done by David Ash. But I think the additional yeah, piece you know, that I want to be sure he emphasize here is I have gotten inside the Wuhan Institute of Virology in patient specimens in December 2019. What I found there was that the lab was contaminated with Nipah virus research, that's about two years ahead of SARS-CoV-2. Now, Nipah virus is 80% lethal. So this is not, you know, if, if you didn't like the pandemic that was just 1% lethal, this thing they're working on in December 2019 has an 80% lethality. It needs to be stopped. Okay, just to make sure that you guys got that, just to make sure that you guys got that, 80% lethality. So... Along with this, she tipped me off to this clip. She sent me a link to, uh, this is the Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance. Uh, they track vaccines. They're, they're a research group. They do a bunch of stuff. So just some quick highlights out of this uh, this document, this white paper. Uh, the the Nipah virus, it's, it's N-I-P-A-H if you want to look it up. N-I-P-A-H. The Nipah virus can kill as many as three and four people that it infects. Um a nurse, and I can't say this country, uh, JV, help me, K-E-R-A-L-A, Karela? Karela. K-E-R-Karela. K-E-R-A-L-A. It's in South, it's a city, it's actually, I'm sorry, it's a county in southern India. That's probably why anyway, we don't so know what it is. Anyway, so in southern India. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they had an outbreak there, and this is one of the richer areas of India. It has pretty good medical, apparently. So the outbreak, there was an outbreak in 2018 of this particular virus. Uh, 19 people were infected. 17 people died. That's an 89% uh, kill rate. Um, so Kerala responded with, so in two, so they put together this program to keep track of it. So in 2019, when Kerala saw another case in a young student, it deployed an extensive contact tracing system that was able to quickly test 329 people who came in contact with the patient, preventing further spread. There were no no deaths at that time because they were on it. So, uh, KJ, my question is, this is coming out of the Wuhan lab. This, they are doing the exact same stuff with this particular virus that has an 80% kill rate uh, that they were doing with COVID-19, which has a 1% kill rate. Do you think this might be why the government is freaking out? Because they were doing the same thing with this, and they, they now know China, and they know China has this technology, this weaponized virus 
Well, yeah, I mean, I'd be freaking out too, right? Uh, you know, you go into partnership with, uh, you know, this group and you're like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to just work on studying these viruses that exist already. And we're going to uh, see if we can come up with better treatments and develop a vaccine, you know, just to try to eradicate or try to control whatever it is going to be naturally occurring. And then somebody comes to you and says, hey, check this out. I tweaked it a little bit and now it's even more deadly or it's even more scary than it is oh we better we better get control of this and so you know it it ends up snowballing into something that is going to get out of control and so think about where we're at right now you know uh social media has spent the last 20 years studying people watching people uh keeping notes uh creating profiles figuring out like what it is that moves people. What do you need to say to them? What do you need to put in front of them? What do you need to scare them with or entice them with to get them to move in a certain direction, right? And they've been studying this now for two decades, even more than that. But since Facebook and social media, it's gotten a lot easier because people just signed right up. And, and so now they know, they know, okay, this is all we have to do to move a group of people in this direction here. And then, you know, when they get there, uh, they're going to be so afraid and out of breath and, and distracted that we're going to hit them with something else that's going to get them to go in this other direction, which is basically more compliance. Uh, it's it's less free thinking for themselves. It's it's more, uh, you know, they just have to create a little bit more death next time, right? Um, I was really surprised that there weren't more sirens on a daily basis when you're walking around town or you're doing your business, you know, going to work and seeing ambulances going down the street and fire trucks and, and all this craziness. I mean, there was not a lot of footage of, of what uh, you know, this, this COVID-19 was doing to people, uh, not to say that people didn't get sick and die from it, but now here we go. Let's, let's, let's get them prepared for a little bit more fear here, right? We've already got Ebola. People are afraid of that already, but so supposedly we've already come up with something that's going to cure Ebola or you, you can survive it. You know that you can survive it now. Um, but here we go. Now we, we've got a, this, this lab over here. They don't give a shit about what we're doing, uh, who we are. China wants to do what they want to do. And if they can control the global population, they're going to do it. And if they can leak out this Nipah virus, they can easily do it. You know, and, and, you know, what might be better for us is that because it's more deadly, it tends to die a little quicker because it, it has less time to infect people, but they can show right. the death rate goes really quick. And, and then everybody's just complying with anything that they say. Right. Well, uh, that's an interesting comment that you just made. Um, I was just reading on here somewhere. Where was it at? Um, so basically, this has, on average, it's 5 to 15 days of incubation, but there are times that it could, it's been, it's known, on the extreme side, it's been known to go 45 days of incubation, which is a lot of time for a, for someone to, un oh, here it is right here, uh, yeah, 5 to 14 days and then 45 days on the extreme. It's a lot of time, uh, Rebecca, for an unknowing uh, person to infect a bunch of other people. And also, the, the case fatality rate when they put all the outbreaks together is between 40% and 75%, depending on where in the world you are and the level of medical care. So the other thing I noticed here, uh, Rebecca, was that uh, so vaccines and treatments, which KJ just touched on. So February of 2020. So remember, people, there are, there are rumors out there that this COVID thing started in 2019 early 2019 there were had uh, things uh, that it was starting to show up in places 
So uh, there are no so in this uh, white paper, there are no existing vaccines or treatments, but a phase one clinical study of the nephine, nephon, nephan virus vaccine candidate <laughs> started in February of 2020 and is expected to. I'm sorry, is it, words are tough for me. February it started in February of 2020 and is expected to be completed in September of 2021. Uh, the Coalition of Epidemic Preparedness Innovations invested 25 million U.S. dollars in 2018 to kickstart an initial safety study that is run by Aruro Vaccine LLC. So we got 2018, they start raising money for this thing. Mm -hmm. And then shit goes down in 2019 from the Wuhan lab, Rebecca. And then now it's 2020, February 2020, which is really before, because when was, when was the first uh, uh, transportation shutdown? That was like March, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. March, April? Everything's so, late February, Mar early March. Yeah. Well, Mar March 13th, right. so, 2020. So, yeah. Our kids didn't yeah. go to so school. So our government's. Yeah. Yeah, our government's lying to us, Rebecca. I mean, what did they yeah. know and when did they know it? And and is and is really is this vaccine really not about COVID? Is it more about this this virus? Because our government knows China has it. Well, let me just let me just tell you this. Every sickness and major pandemic illness has come out of Wuhan, China. The plague, the bubonic plague started in Wuhan, China. Look it up. Anybody wow. can go on and find out. They it started there. It traveled up Asia. It went through um, Eastern Europe, and then it went across through Italy and Rome, and finally got on the ships and traveled across with the black flea carrying rats. Not all rats and not all fleas were able to carry the bubonic plague. So they're messing with animals and rats and bats and and disease and all of the, that's all they do they're like playing with a chemistry set to try to figure out what is the most deadly virus they can come up with and they've been doing it for centuries and so it doesn't surprise me that they're continuing on this path they they limit their children one child per couple Girls are either aborted or sent away. They keep the boys for the most part. Again, look that up. It's just a fact. Anybody who's, who's anybody who's read anything knows this. So they're all about depopulation. When this first started, I stayed away from the news. I stay away from it now so that I get this, I, I'm able to get and receive what I get clean. And I was told originally this is about depopulation. It is about bringing the numbers down. It's worldwide. And that is that was the uh, initial focus and now it's all about control as kj had said people sit on facebook and they're like oh my god my favorite color is purple oh i'm a unicorn what kind of animal am i i love dogs and they're answering all of these questions and they're giving them all of this information just so they know what kind of zodiac sign they are but what they don't realize is like kj said this is all information now, databases of everybody's profile and private information. I mean, people may only see what you share as a score of 100% empath, but now Facebook has a database collection of all of your information and it just builds files. And so who knows what they're gonna use that for? Maybe control, but this is so much bigger, you guys. This is so much bigger than what our government is prepared oh, for, I think. It, it, it there is we are on a like a universal galactic precipice right now 
and it's it's really amazing it's kind of terrifying at the same time but i have good faith so <laughs> i'm just All kind right. of like i'm glad i'm glad I'm glad you got good faith. And, and, yeah, and uh, you know, you know, the TikTok algorithms can figure you out in less than two minutes. It knows what you mm -hmm. want to see. It knows what you like, and it just feeds you everything. Instant. Two minutes, it's figured you out just mm -hmm. by scrolling it and they, by how long you stop and watch a video and yeah. whatnot. It's kind of crazy, JV. So, what so not? this, I mean, what not? Um, this, uh, this, <laughs> and for people that, people that are confused right now, I'm not saying that twice. JV has clipped that out of a previous show and he has a sound deck. He keeps pushing the button. He's pushing do the button. Do it again. Do it again. Is fire. Oh, Jesus. JV has way too much fun. Um, this is like, this is next level, but in my mind, I'm kind of just, this whole, this whole 19 thing, I have been baffled by the level of hysteria uh, our government's been at and i've been i've been i've been couching it in they, they're just authoritarian marxists and this is their way to take over but now that i see this and i read this and i'm starting to go down this rabbit hole maybe there is a little more that they just aren't competent enough to tell us in an articulate way that makes sense and they think they can't tell us so they're just trying to force us because because if, if this was true, if they came out and talked about this, I would get a vaccine. I mean, I'm already vaccinated, but I, I don't think we would be where we're at today with this whole vaccine thing. I don't think so. I think people would be getting it. I'm having a little trouble understanding the assertion you're making here. Are you saying that you're not saying that that more lethal virus might have been released? Are you saying suggesting that it may be out as well? I'm I'm not saying that it's out. I'm saying that our government realizes what the hell's going on with okay. 19 so the, and that it leaked out. And now this is out. They know that this is there because they funded it, too. Right. So they know. It's coming. They know. And I, I don't I, I have no doubt that that's this is that's accurate, Britt, that they know that this lab has things that are far more lethal than COVID-19. So are they viewing this then as a as a dress rehearsal for something more dangerous and they're trying to get their systems in place and they're trying to get compliance from people so that when the big one hits you know we often talk about the big one being the earthquake in california well when the big one hits in a virus that's more than 50 percent lethal hell it only has to be 10 percent lethal for it to be devastating maybe even five percent mm -hmm. so when you get into 50 60 70 percent lethal you're talking about death on a scale that no one can even fathom. So, it's yeah. biblical. Yeah. So maybe, maybe this is an effort to try to, uh, again, figure out how they're going to handle the news that a significantly more lethal virus is escapes from the Wuhan lab. I maybe mm -hmm. the fact that the Chinese actually have this now. I have to assume. You know, we, we have smallpox in a vial somewhere. We know that. We've got other other viruses and, and lethal substances, bioweapon bio substances in labs that are, you know, on ice or whatever. I don't know if, if we would ever intend to use them in a, in a way uh, for, for, for a, a, a weaponized way or not. I don't know. But I'm not, I have no doubt the Chinese will. I have no doubt that if it behooved right. them, they would. <clears throat> so this is a scary yeah. proposition. This is a very, very scary proposition. So I go back to the conversation last night when I said, why the hell would anybody give a shit about building a facility on Mars when you can't do anything there? Well, this is why. This is why.
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we finally answered your question. So I have read uh, some of my more conspiratorial places that I've gone, but they have white papers and they have uh, documents, leaked emails, stuff like that that I've read, and you have to go to BitChute for it. You have to go to Rumble for it. You have to be on Gab or Gitter or any of the non-corporate-owned, censored, central-party Marxist platforms. But China is working on, they're trying to manipulate a virus into the way that it will not affect their people, their culture, the Asian DNA, but will wipe out the rest of the world. That's what they're after. They're after something that they can just release. It wipes us all out to a point where we can't fight them back and then they just take over. So, I mean, maybe that's what this is all about. But what we, with what we know about C-19, all the emails that have leaked, all the information that's come out, how involved the our government, the the CDC, the, the Fauci's little kingdom, how involved they are with the Wuhan lab? It does. They're involved with this too. There's no way these two are separate. They they were they have been manipulated at the same time, the same time frame. They're bats. They're they're from bats. They're both from bats. This one just happens to be more lethal. But that's not the one that accidentally escaped. It's the other one that accidentally escaped. Thank God. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah, so there we are. So from this, I'm going to move on to something. Else. I'm, uh, this was kind of quick too. So I ran across this today. So this first clip I'm going to play, the, the first clip I'm going to play is what the local ABC local news played for its people. And they had, a, you know, a bunch of pontificating about how evil the anti-masker anti-vaxxers are at these school boards. And they played this video. So that is what the media played. And what would you think about that? It's a bunch of redneck Trump getter deplorables going after yeah. a poor black woman. Right? Right. It's so the same thing here, that they did, uh, you know, to make the Trump uh, supporters look like idiots. Right? Right. So, so here is the full story. Number one, the black lady there is a Democrat operative. A Democrat operative. Been in the community a long time. Here is another clip. The whole clip. She's over there yelling at some guy sitting down. Tells her, tells him to go to hell. So KJ. So then she ends it with "fuck you" and "fuck you," and then it's it's about eight seconds after that last "fu." That the that the other part, the other video takes off, and which is what, of course, what the media showed. So I yeah, guess right. I guess my point of showing this is number one, we are getting manipulation at a local level now. It's not just CNN, MSNBC, the big news, the big the big national news. This is a local level. Also, there were two other uh, two other places that couched this as uh, as uh, unruly crowds of parents, and that was inside Novier and Prince William Times, which is a local rag. The local newspaper there. So we have the three main sources of news in that area couching it as parents upset. But the truth is not even close. That lady provoked a reaction knowing exactly what she was going to do. And then they and then, of course, the people got pissed off. And that's what the news runs with. You infiltrate the group from the inside 
and then you know and then you mm -hmm. cause the disturbance and you destroy them from the inside um mm -hmm. you know what's the deal here uh I, something came across my desk not too long ago about the fbi is now uh looking to label uh the parents dissent for the vaccine mandates for their children they are now going to be labeled as domestic or could potentially be labeled as domestic terrorists um yes. you know my god dude what is going on with our country right now literally mm -hmm. i don't understand why everyone even the liberals and all these democrats uh are not standing up against this going whoa 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 this is way this is getting out of control uh, you know, we thought we were going to go one way with this, but we swore we wouldn't go this far. And now it's out of control. I got to speak up. I mean, there are more and more that are speaking up right now, but not enough, clearly not enough. Uh, you know, and then you, like you said, they're going to the local level. They're hitting it at the grassroots level. Uh, they're attacking parents who are trying to stand up for their kids when it's unnecessary for the kids to be vaccinated, to go to school. It's ruining our kids' experiences and growing up and maturing and moving to the next level and social interaction and all this because that's what they want to do. They want to attack kids eventually or they want to, uh, they want to indoctrinate. Mm -hmm. They want to brainwash our children because us as parents, as an adult, you know, uh, I'm halfway through my life, right? So how much, you know, benefit am I in, in that, uh, you know, transhuman kind of uh, culture that we're going to right now? And how much money are they going to be able to make? I'm not really a, a solid product, right? But my kid who's nine, they got a lot of years there, right? So, you know, uh, yep. they're just brainwashing everybody and they're making it look like people, uh, you know, are, are, are idiots. And, uh, you know, I think they're trying to get to that point where they're like, everybody's too unruly. Uh, there's too much crime. There's too much yelling, too much violence. We got to bring it in and we're going to martial law and everything. We're going to just suppress everybody right now until things calm down. Well, once that happens, you know, it's never going to go away. Right. So, Rebecca, if you watch the, 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 uh, the news clip tape, when that old man says, you get out of here, and that other white lady stands up who is also yeah. a plant and part of the machine, stands up and goes, you don't dare talk to a black woman like that. Mm -hmm. Like they, like she was a bitch and deserved to get shouted down. Has nothing to do with the color of her skin, but they bring right. racism in to try and back him up. Right. And I love the fact that he didn't back down. He said, just because you're black doesn't mean you're special. And I love that. But, but again... This is at the local level. The the activists, the George Soros's of the world, have figured out fund fund the chaos at the local local level. We don't need to take over the presidency. We don't need to deal with any of that federal level stuff. Destroy it at the local level, and that's what we're witnessing right now. Well, I think again we have to look at this, and I know it all looks like a big debacle, but we have to look at the other grand scheme of things in a positive way right now because. Truthfully, the universities you will find are highly liberal, highly. I mean, I'm so glad I'm not teaching at one anymore because I had to hide that I'm a conservative because it just wasn't okay. And now you have all of your college students, you've got stadiums and arenas with hashtag F Biden. And that never occurred with Trump, never occurred with the loudest, most obnoxious party in the world. But now, you have 50,000 people chanting F Biden, even in college stadiums where the liberal students 
that have been indoctrinated by these teachers because god forbid you write anything that's of conservative nature in a paper you will fail guaranteed i have experienced it so the the mass majority nascar football all these games just crazy amounts of people and i'm thinking wait what's going on here we have university students right now who have awoken to the fact that they're getting screwed right now and they're they're inheriting what mess that this administration is creating so we have small community aspects but like you said there was what how many geriatric people there of some form of redneck village with two people trying trying to cause a, a stir and to me i look at that and laugh but then i look at these awesome events and everybody is in tandem as loud as they can that says something because mm -hmm. that never happened with trump <laughs> never right never. exactly well, and, and you can also you can also point to uh when joe biden drives into an area like he did uh, Mi yep. michigan the other day and literally thousands of people lined his motorcade with the f trump the f biden yep. flags and the trump flag and the american flags and they were singing this the, the national anthem as he was driving by and giving him the bird so that never really happened with Trump. I mean, there were pockets of those protesters, but not like this. JV, you can comment on anything, go anywhere you want. It's your show. Do your thing. It's all yours. Well, you're right about the the plant concept here, too. And they these Democrat activists, they know how to play this game so very, very well. Uh, they show yep. up in school board meetings and, and stage things like that. And, you know, what does a hoaxer do? You know, Britt, Brit, KJ, Rebecca, all of us have been involved in the paranormal community. We know how people hoax ghost photos, ghost videos, right? They they tell, weave a story, and then they show some photo that supports the story because they want to, you know, they want some cred. And, uh, you know, with a trained eye, you can tell it's a fake. It's the same thing with this. The media, the story comes out, uh, the FBI is going to uh, going to uh, watch and monitor parents that are uh, becoming belligerent in school board meetings. They get some pushback on it, so the media goes to work creating the hoaxes to support it. Let's create all the hoax videos to show that the FBI is doing the right thing. Well, we are trained well enough to see through that. Not everybody is, sadly. Um, you know, but it's the same thing with the two the two uh, students that were harassed. They're sitting there studying in Arizona State University, right? And uh, those two yeah. ladies attacked mm -hmm. them, and the and the kids like, I'm we're just I'm not racist. I'm just studying, and we're just sitting here studying. Right. And uh, you know, yeah. if those if those races were reversed in that situation, the the two uh, white kids would have been kicked out of school. Instead, nothing's done. Uh, the same thing with the, with the people that assaulted Kirsten Cinema as she's trying to go to the bathroom. You know, that's what they've devolved into. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. No. It's really sad as well. Um, I, I want to change the topic here because in the in the title of the of the show tonight, I put, uh, "Were you hoping to heat your home this winter? Uh, uh, you better make <laughs> other, you better make other plans because things are spiraling here, and the Biden administration has admitted." They're not going to act to combat high gas prices. And remember, gas prices also refer to all energy prices because they all move in tandem. But the White House will not act to combat high gas prices, citing the need to diversify fuel sources. In this particular article, it says the White House said on Thursday they won't act to immediately alleviate high gas prices in the United States because they want to shift consumption to green energy. We've all said this oh. quietly 
uh, Rebecca, we've all said they want high gas prices. They, you know, they wouldn't admit it before. I guess it's no longer uh, objectionable for them to admit it because that's exactly what they're doing. Do they realize, do the AOCs of the world realize that the current infrastructures that our homes are built on in our little neighborhoods are not created and built to power electric cars that take 10 hours to charge and drive you two hours before you have to stop and recharge another 10 hours? And they'd have to redo the entire system or they'd have to put in all of these new little windmills and solar. It's not created right now. The expense to create the power grid that would be needed for everyone to go electric, it's impossible. It would take years to do something like that. And it's just the dumbest idea ever. It is so much cheaper for us if, especially if we're considering all the lithium mining that goes on and the and that's the work that is put into that and the destruction you want to talk conservatism and saving the planet look at what they're doing with lithium and and how they're get, mining that and the children that are used so I'm so sick of all the stupidity that goes out there and you know what climate change Every 25,000 years, this earth shifts on its axis. And as it gets colder here, it's going to chill down here. It transfers. So bourgeois, that's what I claim. Bourgeois. Okay, earth's going to kick us off before we destroy <laughs> any right. atmosphere. You're absolutely right. Uh, Jen Psaki was asked about this in a press conference. She said, certainly we all want to keep gas prices as low as we can, but the threat of oh, the yeah, crisis, we <laughs> the climate crisis, certainly can't wait any longer, KJ. Oh, man. Okay. You know, all right. It, it, here, here's the deal. Like, right. We all know this. Humans are polluting the earth. We are, right? I mean, there, there's, I don't think there's anybody out there that's going to deny that fact. We've got oil spills and gas leaks, and we've got fires happening caused by humans, and we've got, you know, just destruction of species and, and all that. But, um, and, and we could do a hell of a lot better job at, creating energy that's that's uh, more renewable and and better for the environment yes we could but just saying that oh well we're gonna go all electric on our cars is not gonna do it um, because cars themselves are uh, a small percentage of the pollution that is created on the planet right now right and you're not gonna run these big factories on these lithium batteries and you know, there was a breakdown of, of right. the cost of a gas vehicle versus a, a, a lithium uh, battery um, driven vehicle and whatnot. And it was outrageous. Mm -hmm. Like you put the numbers mm -hmm. together and, you know, I, I basically said that I'm like, if you if you track the numbers and you do the calculations correctly, the numbers won't lie. And they're going to tell you the truth every time. And yep. so, yeah, there's going to be repercussions for mining the lithium and for trying to, you know, go uh, go battery operated electric vehicles. Like you said, Rebecca, our infrastructure cannot handle it. They were saying that mm -hmm. basically like a neighborhood, uh, you know, four or five blocks, you could, you could, uh, the infrastructure could handle charging like three to four electric yes. vehicles overnight currently as it is. So if everybody in the neighborhood's got one, then that's going to completely tank the whole system and we're going to be completely screwed. You know, so 
I don't know, man. You know, it, it's whatever fits their agenda. They can go in whatever direction they want, and and then they can vic- uh, they can, uh, you know, they they can make these everybody that is not towing the line. You know, you're you're an extremist, and you shouldn't be heard, and your voice is useless. You know, your ideas are worthless. You know, it, it's absolutely outrageous. I mean, we definitely need to get a handle on our our energy sources and whatnot. But what happened to the millions of barrels of uh, crude oil that was not being utilized during this whole entire pandemic and they were selling them for $20 a barrel instead of $100 a barrel and all that backstock. Why is our gas so expensive now? It shouldn't be, right? We should be using up all those reserves that were in the warehouses forever. I mean, it's just so stupid. It's really stupid. Uh, not to mention the fact that regardless of what your overall opinion is about climate change and the need for other uh, energy sources, cleaner energy sources, regardless, regardless of that, we're headed into winter. Fuel oil prices in the Northeast, when a lot of homes are heated with fuel oil, it's basically diesel fuel. It's exactly what it is, but it, it, it's what they burn. It's what I burn in this house to heat this house. They're over three bucks a gallon headed to four dollars a gallon. That will put people at a, at a position where they have to choose whether to rent, heat their house, pay their electric bill, or pay their mortgage. It's that dramatic. Uh, it's a, a year ago, it was about a buck seventy nine for a gallon of fuel oil. We're talking close to four bucks, and it's not like you can turn the thermostat all the way down. You have to have some heat to survive. Okay, I want to point out, Britt, that in August, Saki said the Biden administration wasn't working to increase domestic oil production, but instead focusing on OPEC nations to increase the production of their oil to ship it to the United States. Who the hell thinks that's a good idea? Uh, Saki? The environmentalists? Because they know that uh, OPEC, what, what, and what did OPEC do? Gave him the double barrel finger. They said, we're doing what we're doing. Here's what it is. We want to get back up to a hundred and something dollar barrel because that's where they want to be, a hundred and something dollars a barrel. Um, but again, you're, you, you're, you are all onto it. They're environmental wackos in the White House, and they are going, mm-hmm. they think that they, because they're uneducated people, I mean, I don't care if they have that paper on the wall that says they went to an Ivy League school, they are uneducated people on how the world works. And and if they understand how the lithium battery electric world works, then they are okay with slave child labor yep. and work camps, which is probably why they will not do anything to China over the Uyghur slave camps and uh, and um, Holocaust camps because they're okay with it. They want their cheap. And when I say cheap, relatively cheap, you know, they want their $1,000 iPhone that's made by children that are in buildings that have bars on the windows and nets around the higher floor so they don't jump to their death because it's such so deplorable work conditions. They are okay with that. They are okay with slave labor. If you are a Democrat and you are an environmentalist and you vote for this stuff, just know you do have blood on your hands. When you go to bed at night and you have a nice warm bed or cool or a cool house, air conditioning from electricity, you are sleeping on the blood of dead children. Just know that. Oh. And you should be haunted for the rest of your life for that. Well, not la, to la, mention la, all the emails. <laughs> you know, all of those <laughs> Apple phones that are supposed to be so leftist and so helpful and, and all the e-waste, the constant recycling, or not even recycling, it's just garbage that sits in the landfills because companies right now, they're not built to be sustainable for dealing with all of the computers and the cell phones and the e-waste that we are throwing out every day. 
And so that is a major issue. Most companies are unsustainable. They, they don't, they can't, they don't have the agility within their infrastructures and their own, um, like their uh, IT departments. They don't have that sustainability yet. They're not structured. Properly. I want to remind uh, folks once again, that if you have any question about the viability of these quote unquote green energy sources and ideas, things like windmills, things like solar farms, things like biomass plants and things like electric vehicles, watch Michael Moore's planet of the humans, watch it. It'll tell you everything you need to know. And I'm not promoting Michael Moore because his conclusions are wrong. But the way he gets there is absolutely unbelievable. You have to watch it. I'm, I couldn't recommend it more. I will say all this. No need to fret here. They do have a solution to our climate crisis. They're saying we need to increase meat and dairy prices to tackle climate change. Uh, this study out of Cambridge University calls for foods with so-called high-carbon footprints, such as dairy and meat, to be made more expensive in order to save the planet. They're saying that education alone on changing diets toward more plant-based habits and abandoning car ownership is not enough. Um, KJ, doesn't matter what you think and what you want, you need to do this for your own good, according to these people. Well, yeah, and the good of others, right? You know, I mean... Hey, uh, you know, I'm all for, um, you know, coming up with better ways to feed the planet, right? But... Um, Man, you know, making things more expensive for people to combat climate change? Come on, man. Like, where is the money going to go? Literally, it's going to go into the pockets of these politicians and and it's not going to actually do anything. They're, they're going to get as much as they can get out of the situation as they can until it's not popular anymore. And then they're going to move on to the next thing. And it's really not about changing anything at all. It's just about selling everything that they possibly can until they come up with a better idea. And then they sell you on that better idea by making you have to uh, comply or they, they don't give you uh, enough options out there and, and raising the prices. How can you raise the prices of everything uh, that we need to survive and just live our lives when, you know, our wages don't go up like that every year. If you're working a, a, you know, a regular job for someone else looking for a paycheck and whatnot, you're not getting enough of a raise every time to afford that. I mean, you know, what are they doing? They're, they're raising chickens in the U.S. and then they're shipping them to China to get processed and they're shipping them back to us. I mean, what the hell are you talking about? Whoever came up with that idea, you know? Uh, so, yeah, let's make it more expensive because that's going to save the world. Yep, KJ, if, KJ, if raises kept up with these price increases, it wouldn't be painful. And they're trying to inflict pain. They want it to be painful to go buy a pound of, uh, of beef or you know one of these that. other high carbon footprint uh, um, dietary choices. Uh, I'm going to, for brevity, I'm going to skip to the end of, end of this because the other thing about this, Brit, is that this article says, in forcing people to abandon their cars, the scientists suggest increasing prices of fossil fuels and changing private car owners um, and charging private car owners for road use. These Both of these things are happening right in front they of us. They already do. We're watching the price of fuel skyrocket, and in this reconciliation bill, they are instituting a pilot program for mileage taxes. So they're doing these things. Um, but they already charge us for the roads. It's, it's in our taxes. It's in our gas taxes. They already charge us. Jesus. Oh. But here's my point, JV. So, so we are America, and in our heyday, let's, let's go back, you know, when we were just like, you know, hitting on all cylinders. 
We have a super high-level lifestyle, even for our poor. We have fat, homeless people. That's how amazing this country is. But we do, we do use a lot of resources. For the amount of resources we use, we are a super clean country. All the stuff that they're trying to do, I understand, and I think we should try to be as clean as we possibly can. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a quick video here. Until, and, and, and I just did a quick Google search right now and grabbed this, and there were 60 videos I could have grabbed from various parts of Asia, of the Asian and African continents. Until we get this stuff stopped, there is no point in us trying to be super green. This is the garbage truck dump. They just dump right into the river and out to the ocean it goes. They do this all day long, every day, and this, this is in India. It's also done in mm -hmm. Asia. It's also done in China. They don't put it in landfills. They put it right in the rivers and out to the freaking ocean it goes. Hey, JV, you know all of those recycle things that we do with our trash cans and we, we put it in a recycle thing so the trash company comes and picks it up and then they, they pack it off? You know what they do with it? They were loading it up on barges or in containers and sending it over to China for processing. You know what China was doing with it, JV? This. They were dumping our recycle right into their rivers because they don't care. They were doing nothing with it. They were just dumping it. So until this shit right here stops, what is the point? What is the point of, of us trying to be clean? Now, I think we should be clean, but we could be the cleanest planet nation on the planet. And if that stuff doesn't stop in all those countries, it's for naught. Yeah, and this is this is the culture and the lifestyle that the left is trying to destroy. The one that's clean, the one that is actually cares, the one that is trying to do the right thing, trying to change our behaviors to do the right thing, and uh, and they celebrate the ones that are dumping their shit into the rivers like that. Britt, you have something else you want to go to here? We're a little over time, but I'm willing to keep going if you want to. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. You're too pissed off. <laughs> I do. All right, so I want yeah, I want to end with something that's also kind of disgusting, but also a little bit fun here. And I hope everybody can indulge this because we are a little bit over time. Um, but the New York Times ran an article, uh, and they're promoting redesigns of the American flag so they can repair systemic racism. Oh. So, are we ready for the the uh, seven finalists, or I don't know if they're finalists or submissions? I'm not even entirely sure what they are here but there are seven that they are they're highlighting options to replace the uh, stars and bars old glory um the star spangled banner and uh let's take a look at these here's the first one this what? yeah this one is from a person named andrew quo he says i've designed a flag that acknowledges the emotions that informed where our country has been and the spirit of where it may go, with joy and forgiveness as possibilities. We can't ignore how we got here, but maybe we can move toward a different, even better place. So that's one. That's one. Let's take a look at another one here. Here's another one. This is from Natasha Jen, oh, Michelle Ando, and Veronica Hugland. Um, and they say, as graphic designers, our impulse is to work with graphics and see how small moves can make a big change. We decided to work with the existing elements, stars and stripes. This flag no. in is intended to suggest interdependency and togetherness. The two Communism. elements... Yeah, the two elements are interwoven to create a quote-unquote fabric. Interweaving suggests that we depend on one another and that we, as a whole, America is a fabric held together by equality. No. The third one here is looks like a blurred-out regular American flag. 
This one says, for nearly 250 years, the American flag has been made and remade, evolving from a unifying emblem into a complex and contested vocabulary of symbols. In this flag, the familiar symbolism falls out of focus, giving way to something ambiguous, vague, and difficult to define. The fourth one. The fourth one. Here you go. To hope, hope nobody has epilepsy or gets seizures. Um, this one's from somebody by the name of Na Kim. Says the colors of our flag are intended to stand for unity, valor, and justice. The gray monochrome flag represents America surrendering to its fall from power and loss of the ideals it what? once stood for. The American oh, dream shoot. is being washed away. This People one's, are well, coming here now. Right yeah, yeah. There, here, here's a great one. This one's from Hank Willis Thomas. It's it's uh, called Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is I think is the Black National Anthem, isn't it? Uh, Black Lives Matter, Don't Tread on Me, In God We Trust, A Thin Blue Line, Under God, Our Vindicator, Keep America Great, Progress Pride. I guess they're all included there in one fashion or another. And the sixth one. God help us. Yeah, the sixth one. Oh. This one, uh, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even have a description of this one. And the seventh one is this beauty with the purple stripe going right there through through the middle. So there you go. This is what the New York Times is spending its time doing. And I think that if anybody seriously suggested replacing the American flag, that thing that Brit keeps talking about that I keep saying won't happen or shouldn't happen will happen instantly. People will not tolerate that. Too many people have died carrying the American flag into battle Yep. Planning it on dangerous ground, claiming land in the name of, of democracy and, and freedom. And, uh, you know, America, Americans as a whole won't stand for this. This Even this discussion is disgusting to me. So Yeah, it makes me sick. Anybody want to comment on, on, on this, the, this at all? <laughs> this, this pisses me off. Okay, so America was not founded on... Uh, for the greater good. America was not founded on uh, it takes a village. It was not founded on the collective. It was founded on rugged individualism, liberty, work hard and succeed. Do you think Henry Ford would have been as successful as he was at what he did if he had to go to a goddamn committee or a government committee? No, he would not have. He would not have revolutionized the auto-making assembly plant, assembly plant in general, which gave us the lifestyle we have today. The, the, the rugged individualism of human beings in this city including including minorities including minorities which just always get overlooked they always think it's just evil white guys no there were a lot of evil uh african-american uh, african there were a lot of evil black americans and mex uh browner ish americans and that that invented evil stuff that became very successful and made all of us better in our life our lifestyle is because is built on the backs of men and some women back in that day taking risks, doing things, being assholes, being dicks, pushing through, telling the committee to go pound sand. They have a vision. They're using their money to do it. That's what we were founded on. That's what the American flag stands for, individual liberty to pursue your happiness. As long as I yep. don't violate your rights, I can do whatever the hell I want. And as long as you don't violate my rights, you can do whatever the hell you want. That's the way it rolls. And that's what made us great. And we are so far from greatness right now. We are in a downward spiral into Venezuela. That's where we're going because of we've had it too good for too long. And our news media 
the reporters, the journalists that are actually mentioned in the Constitution as having a very important role are not doing their jobs. They have chosen a side. They are killing us. They are truly the enemy of the people. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. I yield back my time. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Um, no, you're absolutely Brett. I mean, that was well said. Absolutely right. And and the the people that are are now in charge are trying to destroy all that because they don't understand that they're going to bring it all down upon their heads. It's they're not mm -hmm. going to benefit from it. They're going to be destroyed with the rest of it. Uh, yeah. Rebecca, KJ, thanks so much. We went over time, but it was well worth every extra minute. I appreciate you both being here. Uh, Rebecca, where can people follow you? Watch your stuff. Do what you're doing. Um, everybody can check me out at godstool.com. I've got a lot of events coming up, so they can go there. What? See if I'm going to be in their area. Very nice, KJ. You're uh, we got your your uh, your hashtag up, or not your hashtag, but your handle up there, Mister KJ. That's where you you uh, spout off now and then, right? That's right. Uh, everybody can look me up on Twitter at uh, Mister KJ. Uh, Instagram at uh, Mr. K Mr. Underscore KJ as well. So I think if you just do a search for that, you'll find me wherever I am. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get out there and, and find the truth, find the, you know, uh, look for the science, you know, look for the truth on everything and, and uh, you know, uh, rally people together because, uh, you know, we're, we're running out of time here. And if I, if mm -hmm. I could be straight with you, you know, I, I think it's beyond time to uh, stand up against this totalitarianism is on yeah. our doorstep. It has walked through the door and it is, a, it is it, you know, pulling up a chair at the table and it's going to eat all the food in your house. So you better watch out. It's absolutely, yes, it absolutely right. Brett, we did two stories tonight about YouTube censorship. I'm sure our day of reckoning is not far away. What do we need people to do understanding that someday they may show up to watch the program on YouTube and it's not there? Um, I'm looking back and forth to make sure YouTube's not watching us. <laughs> well, they're okay. watching and so, listening. Yeah. You can bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need to go to Rumble or uh, Foxhole, the Foxhole.app, or go to Rumble. Find us on those uh, platforms. Take the time, fill out the thing. It's I know it's another platform, blah blah blah. But that's where we're gonna. When we disappear from you, Rumble, I mean, when we disappear from YouTube, you'll find us there. Also, if you can hit the like buttons, uh, smash the subscribe buttons. Um, as much as I hate YouTube, if you can smash the subscribe button there, that'd be amazing for us. It helps us get our word out. And uh, but yeah, but you can also find us where it's uh, on Roku, on Twitch, on um, D Live, D Live, D Live. Um, we're kind of all over. And then we're on the podcast. If you don't want to watch the video, you don't have to. The, we're on the podcast. Uh, Apple and Android. We're kind of all over. Just uh, go to your whatever your apps podcast downloads are. We're there. So yeah, and then send us piles of gold. Lots of gold. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. Um, we appreciate your support. Appreciate your comments in the chat rooms as well. And we'll see you next time.